Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Embracing the Gray with Vic and Kels. We are we are here to challenge the all or nothing thinking when it comes to all things food, body, and mindset. And today's a very special kind of wrapping things up sort of episode and just kind of talking about the lessons that we have learned throughout the year of 2022. And then we'll also kind of note what we have seen the other person, how they have grown this year. And I'm really kind of excited to just kind of look back. And I think that's a really important part of looking back is what can I learn? What went well? Um, and what do I want to, you know, take with me moving forward? So Miss Vic, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm in the mountains now, so I'm like extra good. Um, yeah, I think that I was trying to think, okay, what are we going to talk about? And then I'm like, okay, it's December. It's what almost our last, I guess, maybe our last episode of the year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I was just thinking, okay, it would be kind of cool to reflect through. I mean, this is our first year of podcasting. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to kind of like take out the big nuggets that we had, despite, you know, all the different big things that we learned and grew from while learning how to podcast and the stories that we talked about and things. So I'm excited. I am too. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I think we've rounded it up that we we're each going to talk about four big lessons that we've had this year. Um, and so maybe we'll just go like back and forth um, into our biggest lessons and, and just kind of talk through them. I'm excited to see kind of what stands out to you. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah. I also didn't put these in any particular. Oh, yeah. Um, So I think that I was honestly looking back at like Instagram and things that I posted towards kind of the beginning of the year and trying to kind of figure out what was like the biggest thing that like really changed a lot for me and it was mostly like the whole concept of like showing up as her Mm. and that well first off and I think we both actually made TikToks about it recently of like if you're gonna wait you're gonna wait for the rest of your life like if you're gonna wait for that person like you're the ideal you to like one day just wake up and have that morning routine and have all these things together you will literally be waiting until your deathbed and it it won't actually be living Mm -hmm. and so I think for me it was just a lot of like okay where am I at right now and being like kind of non-judgmental about it Mm -hmm. being real about what the situation is kind of a very like objective bird's eye view And then where do I want to be and who do I want to be? And then start doing those things. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that until this year, I really, I didn't understand that. And I didn't understand that, like, even if it was doing one of the things that like my higher self would do, it will still get me so much farther than, okay, I'm just going to start over Monday or it doesn't really matter. I'll do this a different day or just like, even if it is that 1% better, it makes a difference. Oh, it's huge. I, I love that. That was a big one that I've seen you again, just like it's, it's all of these little things. Like I was just watching the, like rewatching the Amy Cuddy Ted talk, um, the Harvard professor who talked all about body image and like the two minute, you know, holding a power pose for two minutes. And her whole phrase is, you know, rather than like fake it until you make it, fake it until you become it. Right. Act as if you are already that person. Be it until you become it. Like you're not, it's gonna feel fake at the beginning. That's just part of it, but you still act as if. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you have enough votes where you you believe it. Yeah. And I think that it allows you to have, I don't, it's kind of I had I noticed it the other day, like kind of a level of discernment. It's so much easier to make decisions now of like, okay, well, am I gonna go for a walk or am I gonna, you know, read my book? Am I gonna journal whatever? Well, is that person like is my higher self gonna do that? Would that is that something they would do? Heck yeah, that is. And so it makes your yeses a lot easier and your no's a lot easier to say, like, I'm sorry, I don't have time for that. Hey, not today, those types of things. I love that. No, and I, I really do hope more people like take that on, especially and it, it in 2023. So 
like it sounds so I remember just I mean I was kind of like blown away by like okay act as if I want to like act as if I am the person that I want to be I'm like wait that just sounds so you think it's going to be all of these other things you think you're going to have to overhaul your entire life but like if you start with those minuscule little things and make it bite-sized and digestible like once you tackle those things you can do more things and mm-hmm. I don't think people really understand that until they actually start taking action and doing those things I think that's a big thing too like and maybe this that might be another lesson in itself is just like you don't have to overhaul your whole life you don't have to change everything at once it doesn't have to be perfect like it's this it's little small things that will compound over time one of the lessons that has really stuck out to me. I'd never heard this term before, um, but that life is 50, 50. Mm. And I really like it. Or thinking of life as a heartbeat. The mm. idea that, um, and this is a, a quote from Susan David, and she's a, she's a professor and did a Ted talk and wrote the book, Emotional Agility. Um, but her quote is discomfort is the price of admission for a meaningful life. Mm. And it's just this idea that some sometimes we think like, well, when I get there, when I lose the weight, when I, you know, when I have a better relationship with food, when I have a relationship in general, when I have the job, when I have the clients, when I have the money, then I'll be happy. We're constantly striving to be happy, thinking that being happy is the goal. And I've now come to this realization that you will never always be happy ever. And like that to be happy all of the time is like a flat line. It is a dead man's goals. And all of a sudden I have just found beauty in the whole array of emotions and, and allowing myself, oh, just allowing myself to cry and allowing myself to be sad or to grieve um, or allowing myself to, to, you know, be upset at certain moments. And that has just been so beautiful for me to not shame myself for feeling bad. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling bad. There's something wrong with me. No, it is just, this is just an emotion. Like I am overwhelmed or like, and I'm not over, I'm not, I am, but I feel, I feel overwhelmed. This is an experience. This is not forever. This is not an identity. This is not who I am. This is just an experience. And because I'm a spiritual being having a human experience, I want to be here for it. It doesn't mean overindulge. It doesn't mean numb it, distract it. It's literally just allowing it to be there and allowing it to pass. And I think knowing that has then like allowed me that in a, when I'm in a high, I let myself ride it. I let myself enjoy it. I'm not there sitting and waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm just like this moment too shall pass. So I'm going to freaking be here and enjoy it. And then when I'm in kind of lower moment, I take care of myself and I do what I need to, to kind of, you know, know that it's going to go back up. I'm reading a book right now. Um, it's called No Limits. It's crazy. I've had this book since I was 13. Mm. And I had, it was part of this like, I don't know, program thing that I was doing in high school. And it's by John Maxwell. And I had like this stack of books by him. And I'm no kidding, have had them since, just have taken them everywhere um, to all the places that I've lived or moved. And I was like, okay, I might as well read one of the books. And so I'm reading one called No Limits and it's talking about capacity. Um, and he goes into such fine detail of like what that means and how to increase your capacity. Um, but one of the things he was talking about was just like adversity is going to come and your character is going to be revealed because of adversity, not when you're in these like great times or when you're um like on that high because it's so easy to act in line with like the highest version of you but when you are faced with whether it's like discomfort grieving whatever it is like that's going to be kind of the test of who you actually say you are and if you are going to show up and if you are going to 
you know, do the thing that you ought to do, the things that you should do. All right. Number two, no particular order again, I should say. <laughs> um, This one was a big one. I think it was during the summertime, but notice what you notice. Oh, yes. I, rem- I remember when this was an aha moment for you. Yes. So I had my little like backstory to it was my call my first psychology class in um in college as a freshman. Um I was just I loved my professor. His name was Dr. J and he was just like my, I had my grandpa had been passed away for like 3 years at 4 years at that point and so he was like the first person that I had met since then that was like oh my gosh this feels like my grandfather. Um, and he used to, we would like go to the cafeteria and get coffee and just sit and talk. And man, I like told my life story to that guy and all, every single time, whether it was like on a assignment, he would leave like a comment, like notice what you notice. He would, um, he would, after I graduated, we would sometimes, uh, message on Facebook and he would say like, have a great day. Like notice what you notice all the time. I'm like, what the? frick does that even mean? And I remember this summer, I think it was this summer I was in the gym and I was listening to a Tony Robbins, like I listened to like motivational things at the gym so that I, I just, sometimes music is boring. So I was listening to that and he started talking about the reticular activating system and essentially that it's the, I mean, the example is like you buy a Tesla or you want a Tesla and all you see is Teslas on the, on the road. And obviously those Teslas were there before it's just now becoming important to you. And so I was just, I remember like texting Kelsey and being like, holy crap. I understand now. Like I I noticed that I, for so long had been focusing on not gaining weight on not binging on not like not messing up that it took me to the exact opposite of what I actually wanted. And so everything that I was like drawing my attention to was like, you can't binge, you can't overeat, you can't, you know, don't go over your calorie, like all of these things that I actually didn't want. And that was what I was bringing into my life because I was like, okay, don't, okay. You can't lose weight. You can't lose weight. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to be the type of person that loses weight. That's just my life. So I might as well not work out. I'm not going to go for a walk if that's what I'm attributing to like potentially weight loss. And so it was kind of sad (laughs) in in a sense of like, I have been holding myself back without even really knowing it. But then I also didn't understand what I understand now. So I'm not holding myself to that. Um, But now that I like know about the reticular activating system and all just like bringing these things into awareness it's so much easier to accomplish things and it's so much easier to actually like <clears throat> like actually put these things into action because I'm not focusing on the things that I actually don't want to do. It's so like I and I say it all the time, but what you focus on expands. So if you're focusing on all the things that you don't like about yourself, guess what you keep bringing into your reality. It's so, I know it seems so backwards, but it's so true. And this is also why continuing to beat yourself up isn't helpful because you're focusing on all the things that you don't want to keep doing. And that's why it's so important. And it's not one of my lessons. So I'm going to make sure I do it here. (laughs) Like for the love of, please celebrate your wins. Like, please. Focus on the things that you have done well. Look back and look at your progress. When you look in the mirror, look at the things that you can like about yourself. When when you're in the picture, you know, look at the things that you can like about yourself or appreciate the moment. Stop focusing on all your perceived flaws. I'm so, like if I could get that through people's heads, like that is what will drive you. That is what's going to change everything about your reality and it has everything to do with your reticular activating system. And I think, you know, last night I was finishing up reading and one of the things it it was interesting to read it, especially going into now talking about it today, but um, something regarding like capacity and like rec- one of his things was he's like, I don't like 
look at myself in the mirror much. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. But Mm -hmm. he was like, I realized that like life is not about just me looking at the reflection in my, the mirror and being like, this is all about you. Like, and, and almost, and I don't know how else to explain it, but like taking the focus off of like, oh my gosh, like, look at that stretch mark. Oh my gosh, look at that. Whatever it is, like, to be like, it is not all about me. Like, yeah, in this world. And, you know, I can start sharing my story and my struggles and all of those things in order to potentially help somebody else heal. But like, I'm not going to sit in front of the mirror and just criticize myself. And like, first off, that's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And second off, like, this is not just all about me. There are other people in my life and there are other like, relationships and connections and friendships that I can be focusing on instead of like just like I I know I know that like a lot of me for this year was truly like doing this for myself Mm -hmm. but I also had these reality checks of like not getting caught up because that that could potentially cause me to like stumble and you know whatever of like this is not just about me like there is so much more to life than just the dumb freaking loose skin or whatever it is, you know? Oh, it's so true. And actually like, this is just a quick little body image hack or tip for anybody. If you're really feeling stuck and struggling and ruminating about your body or about something that you don't like about yourself, like notice all of the focus is on you. And so if you want to get out of it, if you want to break out of it, go around and just give other people compliments go compliment someone else and realize and make it about somebody else. It will really help you get out of your own head. And remember again, that people don't remember what you look like or what you wore. They don't remember anything about that, but they do remember how you make them feel. And so like, if you can, again, just make it, like you said, about other people in that sense, it's really going to help you get out of your own way. All right. We're on number two still. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. Um, kind of going along with like the, like 50, 50 in the idea of just like, I think that when I get there, then I'll be happy or whatever else. And like, or like for me, it was just like, well, when I get there, then the course will feel finished. Then the, you know, Once whatever. the first cohort is done, the course will be done. Gosh, you know, then I'll feel accomplished. Then I'll feel like a real CEO. Then I'll whatever. My gosh. And then just like, I'm at this point, like where I do have to keep reminding myself that there will, that there is no there. There is no there. There is no finish line. It will forever be moving It because I will forever be evolving. I will never feel finished. I will never, never feel done. It's the same thing with your body. You will never, like you think that, okay, if I get to this certain number on the scale, then whatever I've done it. No, there is no, there is no finish line. There is no destination. I, I love this analogy. Um, I got it from Abraham Hicks and it's, the idea of like, like, and I'm, I'm about to go to Idaho today, right? <laughs> like, um, so, Close I, so far, <laughs> um, but you know what, like we go on these vacations, right. And, and like, even for my dad, right. My dad just went on um, a road trip to Idaho and he's going to road trip back. It's so cute, by the way, he's been like fan and like a fanboy, and like going to see all of his favorite YouTubers along the way. It is the cutest thing. Like he has like pictures with them. It's like Matt's off-road, like, like, I don't know, like tow truck companies or mechanics. And it's just, he looks so happy. Anyway, that's just a side note, but like, so take my dad's trip, right? Like the, he's, he mapped out like each of the days where he was going to go all throughout like Arizona and Utah up to Idaho. And then he and I are going to take a different route on the way back. And like, what's, you know, what's the point of going on vacation? If it were, if it's about the destination, like the final destination is you, you're right back home. Yeah. Like you're right back where you started. So if it's just about the destination, why go on the vacation at all? Mm-hmm. And like, so it's this thing where I have to keep reminding myself that it's about the freaking journey. It's about the experience. It's about your growth throughout that time. And so like, I really do like on two hands. So one of the big things that I've had to learn is 
time horizon. This is a, uh, that's an idea I got from Alex Hermosi. You know, rather than thinking like, I need to be there, I need to be there, I need to be there, and I need to be there yesterday. Like, oh my gosh, I have felt that so much, that anxiety that all these things need to be done and they needed to be done yesterday. And I get in panicky mode and anxiety mode. And then I don't get anything done because I'm just like an anxious. Yeah. Um, And so instead I've decided to lengthen the time horizon and like, so if this is, and this is like a weight loss journey thing too, or food or anything instead of feeling like it has to be right now, like what if it's about the journey? And what if like I lengthen the time horizon and I'm looking about like what this business could, I'm doing mine's business right now, right? But like what this business could look like five or 10 years down the way rather than like just this month or just this week, you know, just kind of like, and if that's the case, if this is something I'm gonna be doing for five to 10 years right now, how can I do things in a way that are sustainable and en- that, yeah. like and enjoyable and like something that I can like take joy in the journey of? Um, because it is going to be a long journey. And guys, that's like if you can do that for any goal you have, like lengthen the time horizon um, and like do it in a sustainable way. Yeah, be much more enjoyable. There was a. I don't know that I should pull it up right now because the audio will be bad, but it was, it was a reel that I did like a few weeks ago. And it was about like, you know, people think that it's like your college graduation and your high school graduation and buying your first house and like getting married, whatever. And it's actually these like little, little small moments. And the girl was like, it was a, a thing with, you know, intense music and, she was like reading this poem or essentially, and she was like, no, like life is happening right now. It's your coffee in the morning. It's the tree that you always know. Like it's all of these little things. And I think just going off of your point, like when you actually realize that life is happening and that there is like it, there's no stopping it or pushing pause. I think it, it can kind of change your perspective of what you're going to do next. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. It just, I, I don't know. I don't know if I shared this on the podcast or if I was talking to my cousin about it, like the last time we podcasted. Um, but I think it was my cousin. I don't think I've told you this one, but one of my like biggest nursing, my, like the best patient I ever had. Um, he actually like was from my hometown and knew my grandparents. It was just, it was a crazy, crazy experience. Um, but he had come into the hospital and that day was basically told like, you have a few weeks left. Like he had oh, this whoa. Horrible, horrible, um, just horrible cancer diagnosis. And it was very sudden and it was very quick. Um, and I remember being like, just like wrecked. I was literally in the corner, just bawling my eyes out. Cause I was like, I put the computer, like the little charting system in the corner and just was like bawling. Um, but we started talking and he was like, oh. he was like, man, you think you have all this time until you don't. And I was just like, crying in front of him. And he was like, I just thought I had so many more years and he was young like he wasn't I mean not like he could have been my grandpa but he was like I just thought that I had so much more time to do all the things that I wanted to do and that was like such a like impactful moment but it took me years to really understand like okay, having that experience and then actually basing my life off of it and it actually being impactful to the point where like my actions are going to be different, I guess. So I, oh my God, like look at, think about the dichotomy of this right here. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a, a dichotomy. I love it. I just told you my first lesson was 50-50. Cry, oh gosh, darn it. And Oh my gosh. I just want to go off this just really quick because I think it's so beautiful. So it, it, this is like a, a dichotomy of, of that I, that needs to be managed. It's, it's two different things, right? So on one hand, 
right? We need to lengthen out and look further ahead and not feel like everything has to be right this moment. And especially like for our goals and for the things that we want, like it doesn't have to be right now. And it is about the person that you're becoming along the way, find ways to make it sustainable, small, those 1% things that will compound over time. And on the flip side, because again, I've had a friend this year who has sustained a lot of loss, like devastating loss. And it's been really, it's been something to sit with him through it. And to just have a newfound appreciation for life in general. And like, he has this whole thing. It's like, now he's got it tattooed and I actually have the wristband on now and it says only today Mm. because like you only have right now, you only have today. And so, and that doesn't mean that all your goals need to be accomplished right this second, but it does mean be present. And it does mean live a life that you want, take risks, take chances, stop wasting your life thinking and obsessing about food and what your body looks like. You're wasting your life, this precious gift that you have. And those are the reasons, because I do know that this life is short. Those are the reasons that I'm freaking going to New Zealand in less than 10 days, like, and just bought a one-way ticket and just going to go and figure it out. Like, those are the reasons that like, I, I do do the things that I that bring me joy and excitement. And that's why I will always choose my relationships over even work or money, because I know that love and connection are, that stuff is so much more important and so much more life-giving and, and I will never regret those things. Um, so it's just kind of interesting, right? Those time is just this very interesting factor. I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but I, I do appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Is it mine? Yeah. Number three. My third one is done is better than perfect. I almost did that one. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for doing that one. Um, so at first, like at the beginning of the year, a lot of it was just, well, so I'll just put it in the context of like, um, 75 hard and like, obviously you're going to have lots of workouts and you're going to have, I think just in the last few weeks, I've had a really stressful holidays just, and not in a bad way, just, I was very busy. I was trying to wrap stuff up with work and I was like, my workouts are not going to be this like euphoric like oh my gosh I just I won the day like Mm -hmm. there are just going to be workouts that are just kind of there Mm -hmm. and that's okay and it doesn't have to be this image this perfect snapshot image of what I think a workout should look like and how I should feel and all of these different things um and so in that aspect like I just have really understood that putting something out there, whether it was a TikTok, a reel, a, you know, something I had on my mind, like it is better for it to be out there and maybe for somebody to come across it or just for me to like put some, like a challenge to myself that it doesn't have to be perfect, um, has really, I think allowed, well, one, like my capacity to increase. And I know that I'm just a lot of it is just because of the book I'm reading, like all of these things are coming to light. But if I would have been so caught up in being perfect, I would have been exactly where I was last year. And I would have the same mentality and I wouldn't have like done the things that I've accomplished this year had I not like embraced that and just said, you know what, it is what it is. Like the next time you get to try this, Maybe it's a little bit better. Who knows? But like, just put it out there. Um, so, and that, I mean, that has permeated through my business. And I mean, even in like the health space, Kels, you know, there's like so much comparison and within like the retail space, like there is so much comparison just as, you know, the same thing. And I had to just come to the realization that 
like if I just put it out there and I say something or I do something, it's better than it not getting done and somebody not hearing your message. Still struggling with this, like every once in a while, like, and I know, and you know, this, like we talked about it a little bit on our last podcast. Like that was a big, that episode about like shadow work and stuff. And it's like, it's so that idea of done is better than perfect, especially when it comes to certain things and aspects of the business. And just like my, that, that ideal of perfection has just held me back and not only me, but it's also held me back from reaching other women and helping other women. And it's just, I know it's a truth and I know what you're saying is right. And it's just like, you've got to just let it go. Kels, you've got to just like done is better than perfect. And no one knows what your perfect is. No one has any clue to them. They think it's awesome. And like, and so that's the other thing too, is like, as a defense mechanism, sometimes like I will like point out the things that are wrong, but if you wouldn't have said anything, no one would ever notice. Yep. It's the same thing we do sometimes when we like come to a party and we're like, I know I've gained some weight. No one noticed. No one yep. cared. Like <laughs> I, when we built the boutique trailer, I, the, on our grand opening, I remember like being, I remember there people being in the trailer and me being like, oh my gosh, like I cannot, there are so many little things I was trying to nitpick and somebody was like, I'm sorry, but like, I really, if you wouldn't have said something, I wouldn't have. Yeah. Like I, I genuinely, and I'm like, no, there's no way she was like, no, seriously. Like I'm not looking at the ceiling trim. Like yeah. it's just not. And I think it's easy to get caught in the perfection when we're really, really in something. And sometimes you have to kind of take a step back and, and have either somebody kind of put you in check or just kind of take a step back. And sometimes it is okay to like go away for a day and then come back to it with a fresh mind and spirit. <laughs> Cause I think that it, what you can get really caught up in details. And then if you kind of remove yourself from the situation, it can be a little bit less daunting. Yeah. No, it, and it's so crazy. Like even I think about like these podcast episodes. So I also this year really wanted to do YouTube. I have recorded and edited so many YouTube videos that I've never hit publish on. It's so sad. Like I've done whole videos on, on gratitude, on, um, body image, on community, on, and have never hit publish. And I don't understand why, whereas like with, like, think about how consistent we've been with these podcasts and mm -hmm. it's just, and now at least we have like this whole kind and for the, for our people, like, I know it's meaningful. Um, so it's just, and these podcasts are, are fun and they're not like, I, I don't have this huge measuring stick of what it's supposed to look like. Um, and, and now look at how many more we have. So it's just, yeah. I think this is episode 28, I think, um, man. Well, that kind of brings me to my number three. And this is something that I, I met this girl um, at a live event in Florida at a conference. And this has just been like her mantra. And then I realized I'm like, I'm adopting it. Like, because the more that I said it and the more that I believed it, the more it actually came true. And so this is it. Everything always works out for me. This is my mantra. And I'm just choosing to believe it that like, even in the moment, if it feels like something's like scary or, or like, this is again, taking the leap of faith to like go to New Zealand, like the, it is so expensive, <laughs> like, yeah. but I'm in this place where I'm just choosing to believe that everything is going to work out because it always has, it always has like everything always works out for me. And the more that I believe that the more, like even like small things, like people taking me out for for dinner or like all of a sudden, like it'll work out that I'm able to have someone pick me up and take me to the airport or like, like little tiny things. And again, 
it's like what you focus on expands, right? So whatever my reticular activating system. So if I am focusing on, well, everything always works out for me, like then all of a sudden I'm shifting my focus and like your perception is your reality people. And it's so crazy. And it's like this, all of a sudden, when you believe that everything is always going to work out for you, you take more risks, you do more things, you, and, and like, you're able to have a more excited, fun energy. And that attracts people. People want to be around that. They want to help you. They want to do the things. And so I think like, it just allows me to let loose, let go, be more playful and just, and take more risks. Cause it, I, you know, as far as I know, I'm, I've never gone hungry. I've always had a roof over my head. I've always had a bed. I've always, I have people everything always works out for me. I love that. Right? Love it, love it. Cool. So what are we thinking? Things that we've seen? Yeah, so I thought this would be interesting just because I guess it's interesting (laughs) when other people notice things that maybe you haven't noticed. Yeah. um, For you, Miss Kels, I think obviously we started the year, I'm trying to think, we went to Big Bear or not Big Bear, um, gosh, I'm not at San Diego, to the cabin. <laughs> yeah, we went to the ca- girls like, weekend. We had a girls weekend and that was kind of like the, you really getting the program off the ground and like, obviously it's been ex- existing, but like you actually putting these things into modules was probably very difficult. <laughs> And like the, I think just it's, it's been really cool to see like, and I know that it's been hard for you of like having that confidence that what you're doing is making a really big difference, Um, but it has. And like in those like doubtful moments that you've had, I remember like a few weeks ago, we were talking and I get on the call and I'm like, there are so many people on this freaking call. Why are, why is there a drop of doubt in your mind? Like I wanted to shake you. (laughs) (laughs) So I think just seeing like that, I guess, struggle has been cool because I know that like, it's going to come to a point where you truly feel like completely 100% like this is mine and I know it's going to make a difference and I know that it has made a difference and I guess just like the confidence um because you have it in so many other areas that I'm like (laughs) come on Kelsey um but it's just been it's been really cool because I remember we we started like I was doing the graphics and stuff and like we we're like oh my gosh when it gets to this point like we're gonna do then it's like we were preaching to the choir on these lessons because we needed to hear them too but it's just been really cool to see the process over the year of you building it and building it out and trying to build the confidence in it and it's like I know that it's there it's just it's just like a mental hurdle. Yeah. And it's getting better. I don't know if I, I think I told you, like we have two new members that joined the, this week and I need to le- like legit that call we had, like the podcast we recorded the shadow work last week. And then Victoria and I chatted afterwards and just like, it was just a cry fest. It was a snot fest, <laughs> but like to have like have you in my life to to see me and to like allow me to be vulnerable and allow me to share like that self-doubt and and to to again for like and I mean like I re-watched um like I have on my YouTube channel I have your story that you share I love it and it it's one of the things like when people do testimonials like video testimonials I don't know if they realize like how important it is for me. Like, obviously it's like social proof or whatever else. I have to re-listen. I re-listen to them. I re-listen to them all the time because I have to like continue to remind myself that what I do is important and matters and can impact people. And like, 
it's just really important because I don't have like social proof of like, here's a before and after picture, which like, again, like that is not what we do. And like, I just recently heard this term, like there, it's not an after picture. It's a before and during picture. An after picture is if they are dead, right? Like yeah. it is a progress photo. It is a photo during their life. And like, it's that idea that you're never done. And that's like what keeps so many people stuck is then they're constantly trying to chase back to a former like after picture. And like, they still have these coaches who are posting these before and after anyway. And so like, that's not what I do in this program. And it, it's been this whole thing of grappling like that. I'm, it's not a weight loss program. It, it is a transformation. It is an internal transformation. It is really working through an understanding and of self-acceptance and healing your relationship with food, body, and yourself. And you've been such a huge, I can't even imagine what it would look like without that, all oh, that girls weekend. <laughs> and it is like, it was such a labor of love and it was such a team effort. And I know that like, it was, it was, it was hard. It was hard this year, um, to go, to leave that time and to go back to doing it by myself. And, um, but to still have the relationship that we have and to still know that everything's going to be okay. And I'm, it's, it's only getting better. Yeah. I and I like that just going back to you, the, like be like the, the uncomfortableness of just, is this like, I think we both this year really struggled with the, intuitive eating like health at every size and like the reality of like what health might look like and not like stepping on toes not getting people upset yeah. like, is it okay to talk about weight like can you lose weight and have like I think for the both of us that was just a really interesting thing to navigate because you don't want to upset people you don't want to say something in the space that like is going to deter somebody, but you also want people to be like, I think that that tension, it was like a big growing part, I think for the both of us. It really was. And like, just, yeah. Like, how do we talk about things? And like, at the same time now, I'm just like, if people are getting offended that that's on them, like I have to be able to say my truth and, and not, you know, obviously. And again, your perception is your reality. Just because I've been in a smaller body does not belittle or diminish my body image struggles and like my own mental health issues. Um, and, and like, I think that that's the bit, everyone, no matter what it is, your reality, it is the things that you've had to deal with. And, and, you know, and again, like you, I, and I will never be able, I will never say that, like, I fully understand and comprehend what it feels like to feel exposed, to feel too big, to feel like you don't fit. Like, and I think like, we've done a beautiful job in the community for we've, we've got people of all sizes, yeah, like all sizes, all different goals, all different, whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the big thing that we all agree on is that weight loss is not the primary goal. It doesn't mean that it can't be a goal. It's just not the primary. Yep. Preach. Yes. No, um, I appreciate that. And it's, I'm really, I can feel it. 2022 was a rough year for me as far as feeling like being in Arizona and staying I say staying I think I've traveled at least 15 times minimum like this year like all over the place I was I'm like the amount of times that I actually slept in this house (laughs) yeah um but at the same time like I just I kept on this brings me to number four um and and what I've seen in you I think for both of us is just how our stories about ourselves can either hold us back or push us forward. And the biggest thing, and I know we've talked about it, but I just, ah, like I still remember so clearly December 4th, 
so clearly you sitting on the couch oh my gosh now i'm just like you were a different person victoria you were a different person i remember seeing you on the couch us talking all throughout the night and you saying this is just my cross to bear this is my thorn in my side i'm just hoping at some point in my life that the voice just won't be so loud that I, if I could just get it to be a little bit quieter and like just, and I've had my own stories, but just to watch you like with just that question of like, does that have to be true? Does this have to be your cross to bear? Does this have to be who you are? And for you to take that one question and let it be the whole paradigm shift to the way that you show up in your life from that day forward has been the most beautiful thing I have ever seen in my entire life. Like, it is unbelievable. Like, I just am so unbelievably proud of you and this beautiful woman. And you just, you inspire me to no end. Now you have this freaking business. Like, you're a badass businesswoman who has her own, like, line shows that you look just absolutely stunning and confident in your nails your nails you know Dude, look at these are my actual nails I still remember this I remember talking to you and about like why you were always biting your nails and how you were always sick and like now you have these like just if people could understand like this is the end like this is the epitome of having a growth mindset that this is not who you are unless you decide, unless you choose for it to be who you are, but it does not have to be like that phrase of this is my cross to bear. Like, no, no, it's not. And you have just lived it. You've been this perfect example of it. And like, it's only been a year. Like I'm, I'm just so excited. And, and inspired because it gives me hope. Like every time I look at you, I'm like, heck yes. If she can do it, I can do it. Like it's with different things, right? But it's the same thing. Same thing. Thank you. Absolutely. I love you. I'm so thankful that I decided to work at the ER and meet your brother and then celebrate his birthday because, it, and it's crazy. Like, again, going back, like how everything works out. Like, yes. I, I just, that is crazy. Just the, the series of events and like him, you know, going back into the ER and like for a very temporary time and me leaving the ER and like, it's just crazy. Like the, it all does work out. And you, if you are focused on an outcome or again, like this picture perfect thing, you are going to limit yourself and you are going to miss opportunities and people and breakthroughs and transformations if you are fixated on this one thing. And I had to like, I had to not fixate on binge eating. I had to not fixate on losing weight. I had to like fixate on my, who I am as a person, like my soul and all of the other things came with it. And you think that you're going to, oh gosh, you think you are going to fix one little thing and like it, it will literally bleed into every avenue, every area. Like you have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> and that's it. And that's what I'm striving. Like that is what has given me new fire for, especially like ever since our last talk, like yeah. just our last big one. I, I needed it. I just, I needed you in that moment and to just remind me of who I am. Yeah. I needed it. And it's just like, it's not about the weight. It's about how, like, when you heal your relationship with food, when you heal your relationship with your body, when you heal your relationship, like when you realize what you're capable of and that you're with neuroplasticity, like when you're able to learn new things, when you're able to like, with repetition, you're able to rewire your brain. When you're able to like change the way you see yourself, your whole life changes. Your marriage changes. 
your career, the way you show up changes, like everything in your life changes when you understand these concepts. And I'm just like, that's what this program is. And that's why it's the freedom method. And that's why like, I'm just, I'm thrilled and excited. Next year will be year five in my business. And usually like, that's a big, the big big stepping stone. And um, it'll be fun. It'll like, that's the thing. That is all I want. I'm going into 2023, like legit because I know everything always works out anyway, like legit, even when it feels like you leaving the ER was not how you expected it, like at all. Like, and me going to, I was only in Idaho because I had just left Mexico and I was like totally in transition and just lost with what to do with my life. So I was just like, well, I'll go see my brother. You know, like (laughs) everything always works out. So knowing that everything always works out, why not make it fun? Why not ask yourself, how can I have more fun today? How can I make doing this work or whatever it is just more fun, be more playful because life really is short and you really only do have today. So enjoy it. <laughs> I love it. That was awesome. This is so fun. I'm so glad we did this. Thank you. So I'm excited much. to like go into next year with the podcast and be able to have another year's worth of growth and be able to like go back. I mean, I'm just, I like to have, I guess that evidence of like, listen to episode one. Yeah. (laughs) And not that it's like, it's far from perfect, but just like the growth that we've both experienced. And I'm just excited, I guess, for all that 2023 holds and just having like another year down of like, wow, we did that, you know? Absolutely. Well, guys, if you have any questions or anything, any topics you'd like us to cover in 2023, please know we are always open to it. We we love your comments. We'd love your feedback. Um, please leave a five-star review. It helps us get this out to more people. And um, thank you all for being here and being part of our family and listening in and like, please know you all mean the world to me and, and to us. And we, we, yeah, just thank you. We love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you in 2023. Bye guys. Bye guys.